Pleasure, fellas. Great to speak to you again. And uh, uh, Jeremy Corbyn, Boris Johnson, they've had the last TV debate before the election. Who won? Look, we're ticking towards, if you believe the polls, a Boris Johnson-led Conservative majority government. There hasn't been really much to pick between these debates. I mean, there's been a lot of discussion and acrimony and a lot of finger-pointing, and people generally feel that, you know, Boris Johnson has been running scared, uh, avoiding certain interviews, and in one particular case, a man called Andrew Neil from the BBC, who pretty much forensically dismantled Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn and Labour agreed to the interview with Andrew Neil on the basis that they felt that Boris Johnson had agreed to the same. And then when it came down to it, Johnson said, no, not doing Andrew Neil. And everyone is waiting for that interview to happen. And that hasn't happened. But on the face of it, I think, you know, people really feel that Boris Johnson has ducked scrutiny and we are days away from him winning this election as a result. So, so if he's ducking scrutiny, running scared, why the hell are the Tories ahead in the polls? Because... They've landed more punches than Labour has. That is the feeling. You know, um, Corbyn and Labour just haven't been able to punch through. Boris Johnson, the mantra has been the same. Get Brexit done. That is the hashtag. That is the phrase. Every single interview, every question he has been asked, that is what he has said. And it has punched through. I think the public generally have listened to what he's been saying and people... They are sick of hearing about Brexit, and Boris Johnson cleverly has tapped into that. Get Brexit done. That's all he has said. You know, let's just move on. There's investment waiting, so we're told by Boris Johnson. And Labour, because Jeremy Corbyn has taken such a strange position on Brexit, you know, saying that um, he would go and renegotiate, come back with a better deal than Johnson has, and then have a second referendum and put it to the public, and he wouldn't really campaign one way or the other, remain or leave. I mean, people generally, on the face of it, seem to be siding with Corbyn, uh, sorry, Johnson and uh, the Conservatives. And what about tactical voting? I've written an article saying that if literally as few as 40,000 people who would either vote Labour or Lib Dems, if they switch from Labour to Lib, Lib Dems or vice versa, that would be enough to make it uh, a hung parliament and not a majority government for Boris Johnson. Yeah, that is true. But is it likely to happen? Past history, recent past history would say not. I mean, a lot of people live in constituencies where it's either one or the other with massive majorities. I mean, I live in a place called Henley-on-Thames constituency here in Oxfordshire. It has been blue conservative for a century. You know, it's going to take a seismic earthquake to change that Thursday, Friday of this week. Is it going to turn from blue conservative into red labour? Um, pound to a penny, I would say not. But, however, you know, a lot of people live in marginal constituencies. Will they change if everyone gets organised? And, I mean, what we need to appreciate, I think, is that, you know, we live in a media bubble. Journalists, generally, you know, we go online, we're on social media platforms like Twitter, and you're reading all of this. And in all honesty, you know, Twitter is an echo chamber. It's people of similar persuasions, preaching to each other, talking to each other, journalists talking to each other, 
But in all honesty, you know, are we likely to see people being that organized and tactical voting happening at the level it's required for anything, you know, either one way or the other to happen? Probably not. But let's just see what's going to happen this week. I think the polls, if they are to be believed, will see Boris Johnson coming back in as prime minister with a conservative majority. And the most recent one we've had out in the last couple of hours would give him a Conservative majority government of plus 38. And in terms of Election Day itself, what does it look like, feel like? What do you reckon the vibe will be? I think the British public is sick and tired of politics and politicians. Most people, I think, have had enough of hearing about Brexit. As Boris Johnson has very cleverly tapped into, they want it done one way or the other, they just want to stop hearing about this. I mean, there's been parliamentary paralysis for a good six to 12 months. Nothing has been able to shift. And I think Johnson has been extremely clever, certainly the people behind him, in tapping into that. You know, let's get it done. Get Brexit done. That has been his mantra. But what does that even mean? I mean, you know, are we, are we going to see more investment coming into the country? Are we going to see any change? No, because if we get Brexit done with his deal, any deal, even if Corbyn was in power and we had a deal and it was sorted out, we're looking at years of negotiations, trade agreements. You know, we are five to ten years away from getting Brexit <laughs> done. Well, it, it sounds like a hoot. Um, <laughs> sounds like you're over at Inter. <laughs> always great to have you on, and, and we'll catch up after the election. Ender Brady, our UK correspondent, thank you. Pleasure, fellas. I wish I could be more uplifting or in any way <laughs> different okay. than I have been. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't sweat. I, I just hope one day this makes it onto the crown. Like if the crown is still going <laughs> in a few decades, I just want the episode where the queen tells off Boris for misleading her. That's what I want. Yes, and then followed by the episode about Prince Andrew. Yeah, Bring well, it on. Exactly. Let's, let's not go down that road, Ender. Goodbye. <laughs>